Welcome to Discovering Africa Through Technology, the podcast series that showcases the brilliance of Africa's great minds, innovators and experts as they tackle complex challenges with homegrown solutions driven by knowledge, technology and innovation. Our podcast is inspired by the African Union Agenda 2063 Aspiration 7, which seeks to rebrand Africa and change negative narratives and perspectives through science, technology and innovation. We believe that Africa has the power to solve its own development challenges and become a strong, united, resilient, peaceful and influential global player and partner. Join us as we explore the transformative potential of technology in Africa with your host Razia Kulatein Mwanga and learn from the experts driving change on the African continent. Today's program we shall be looking at education sector and innovation solutions that have been created to solve the sustainable goal number 4 on provision of equitable inclusive quality education and promoting long life learning opportunities for all today in the program we are privileged to have salvatore kesi who is a tanzanian actuary scientist is also an entrepreneur and educator and is the founder and chief executive officer of Silabu an education tech company that aims to reduce the cost of learning and address the shortage of best teachers in Africa he has a master's degree in actual science with a distinction from the university of southampton united kingdom he graduated as best student with a first class degree in actuarial science from the university of dar es salaam Salvatore is passionate about education and dedicated to improving access to quality learning for Africa students. Salvatore began his teaching career at the age of 16 and has since helped thousands of students pass their national exams. And incidentally, he's also a university lecturer. So, Salvatore, welcome to the program. Uh thanks a lot Razia for inviting me to uh speak to you today thank you very much so to start us off tell us um where did you come up with this innovation and what inspired you to create silabu okay so like silabu started like three years ago and and this was uh, uh motivated by two reasons first is my experience as a lecturer at university of dar es salaam as well as my personal experience while teaching tuitions after i graduated from high school So um when I was teaching at the University of Dar es Salaam a couple of parents who reached me to um suggest for them like the best teachers who can help the kids to um solve their challenges in maths and science and as I was getting a, like a handful of requests that I thought of like why uh don't I build a platform uh where all the parents in Tanzania could be able to go and get the the best teachers to help the kids in a few seconds and then i had to contact my friends who we started together in high school and he was doing computer science and then i spoke to him about this idea about building a platform where parents and teachers they can easily be connected and then we started working on this and along the way uh, one of the students who i taught uh, tuition in high school he also joined our team as a marketing uh, person and yeah and then we launched our platform in 2019 and it was just very simple website where 
students and parents could just connect. Students and tutor will easily be connected and uh, learn uh, different subjects. Wow, that's interesting. From uh, having uh, problems in education, so you wanted to solve that problem of uh, getting proper tuition and making sure that people have access to what you did not have. Wow, that's, that's yeah. interesting. Um, let's let's talk about, um, I, I know you said your solution solves education. So can you tell us exactly what are the pillars and what exactly does Silabu do? Okay, well, so we started off as a very small platform, uh, 2019, and the idea in 2019 was very simple. And uh, again, as I mentioned, this idea was inspired by um, my own experience of teaching tuition, uh, as well as uh, my experience as a lecturer at the University of Dar es Salaam, where a couple of parents were asking for like best teachers who will help the kids who are struggling with uh, subjects like math and science. And so the idea was very simple, which was just to build a platform which connects uh, students and tutors. And this platform was uh, successfully because we managed to help a couple of students to be able to get the best teachers, but at the same time help uh, these teachers to be able to generate some additional uh, cash flow by teaching the students at their own um, extra time. And um, along the way, we, we we were like looking at the data of how students and and teachers were interacting through the platform. And we kind of like be able to identify some patterns. For example, we could see some students who are trying to reach other students instead of reaching tutors. And from there, we kind of like do a quick survey to look at why are students chatting with other students and not at some point to, to the teachers. And what we realized was uh, some students wanted to be able to even discuss with other students before they talk to teachers or before they ask for help from teachers. And from there, we kind of like um, redeveloped our platform to not only include one-to-one tutoring, but also to include a peer-to-peer, -peer, which was like students learn from each other before they, they ask for help from teachers. And along the way as well, um, we realized again, like, the, the cost of learning was still very high for like students from low income families. And therefore we kind of like thought of how can we reduce the cost of learning so that students from any economic background could still get access to quality education. And that's when we uh, introduced our group to train whereby uh, students come together and hire a single tutor and this automatically reduced the cost of learning. And so far we have been able to see like these two um, line of business, business that we introduced, P2P as well as uh, group tutoring, has increased the number of students who are able to access quality education. Hmm. Thank you, Salvatore. Uh, your motto is creating the next billion curious minds in Africa. Uh, apart from uh, providing peer-to-peer -peer learning groups and uh, attending live group sessions, which you said at, that they are uh, at a reduced cost, can you tell us how does that work? Like how much uh, relatively, what's the cost of being tutored alone and, and the, the prices that you are offering, which you say are quite less compared to what other people are providing? Yeah, sure. Thanks a lot. Yeah. So 
as I say, like our, our goal or bigger picture is to make sure that the cost of learning goes down as much as we can. And with peer-to-peer, -peer, it's it's purely free. And the way this peer-to-peer -peer works is you will imagine like students from, let's say, private private schools where they have almost all the resources, they will join into a class with their students from, let's say, a school with less resources, and they, they will be able to share things like materials, they will discuss questions, and they will be able to transfer uh, knowledge and skills to each other. And through this peer-to-peer, -peer, um, the best uh, educational practice um, uh, like spread quickly from like the best schools to less funded schools. And this kind of like help students uh, from like low um, or less funded schools to be able to get pretty much the same type of education that school kids from private schools uh, do get. And on the other side, we have like a group tutoring whereby like a, a couple of students, they get together pretty much like Uberpool and hire one tutor and, and share the course. So compared to like one-to-one -one classes, which uh, a student just get a personalized learning experience from a single tutor, students, they pay around like $60 per, per month for one-to-one -one tutoring, and they are able to get up to 16 um, hours of tutoring from a tutor per month. But once when it when it goes to group tutoring, the cost goes down by almost sixty nine percent, whereby a student can pay somewhere between uh up to somewhere between two point five dollars to twenty five dollars per per class per month, which is way lower than doing the uh, one to one classes. So I'll say our app try to provide a free version of the app, which is a peer to peer. And then we have a group classes, which is like 69% cheaper than one-to-one tutoring. And all of these uh, learning uh, methods, they're important because while well, students can get into peer-to-peer, -peer, interact with each other, but still maybe some of the concept might not be clear. And then he can join group classes. And if, again, the concept is not yet clear, then he can get into a more personalized learning experience where he interact with uh, like a tutor directly, but also at the moment we're working on our very interesting AI tutor who can also help uh, students to can can answer different questions from from the tutors, and we're looking forward to to launch it soon. And I hope it will also help a lot of students. Well, that's quite interesting. I I love the idea of uh, getting uh, splitting costs so that because tuition is very expensive for one person, so this split. Sure makes it cheaper for everybody to access so if it's five or ten of us who are poor we can just we don't have enough money we can just uh combine our tuition fee and we can get all those extra classes so okay i also understood that you also have some other extra features in your app and can you tell us more about uh where uh you say that you can request a tutor on demand on every on any subject that you want and uh you uh, you you claim that you can have exceptional teachers and even teachers can have an opportunity to to start their own classes and uh if you are a teacher you can just employ yourself can you tell us more about this uh two exceptional features yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah, so like we we kind of like like 
rethink a lot about how we like restructure or restructure the whole education journey uh, in such a way that we empower both uh, student and the teacher at the same time. So the way we have built our app, we have been thinking of it uh, from the the first principle and try to to mimic the like the 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 the, the physical school experience and try to make it uh, into a digital space and um, like students they are way more empowered by our app than any time before and what I mean here is students right now they can just take a few seconds maybe a couple of 120 seconds to create their the profile in Isilabu where they will provide information like the subject that they want to teach, their subject of interest, their qualifications, their IDs, and then those information will go through our back office and our algorithm and they will filter all those best students and then the profile will be displayed to, to students who are looking for best teachers to, to solve the problems. But at the same time, once you, you are accepted as a tutor into Silabu, automatically you can create a class, which I, will, I often call it a digital school in a few seconds. So suppose you are like an exceptional tutor sitting in uh, Dar es Salaam and you want to teach algebra to students from, let's say, across Africa. So you can just create your class or digital, digital class in Silabu in a few seconds, I'll say, less than a minute and then your class will be live and students from across Africa can join and pay a small fee. So that means student, I mean, teachers, they can generate some income through that. So you can see that we have made it easy for, for teachers to start their digital school in just a click of a button. And that's what we are proud of. And we have made it possible for any teacher across the continent to, to be able to do that. And that will help teachers to grow their income while they are delivering the best educational practice to, to students. Okay. Uh, thank you, thank you. Okay. So what about, uh, you talked about a teacher can come in, create their own class and teach uh, whatever subject they want. Uh, how do you vet these teachers? How am I sure that when I get into this platform that I will get quality education and not just quality education, that whatever I will get, it is something that is verified by the by whichever uh, education authority. How do you vet that quality and also the quality of the teachers? Oh yeah, thanks a lot. So like for us, like education is uh, very, uh, like the quality of what our teacher delivers is like our top priority. And we have really invested a lot of uh, resources in making sure that our teachers deliver the very best educational experience to our students. And we do that by first uh, making sure that we, we have very rigorous recruitment process whereby they have to apply through our platform and they have to us to supply a lot of information like um their education background their uh their ids their they have to attend the the assessment test they have to supply to us recommendations and all this information they go through our uh, algorithm which rank them uh, based on their the information that they have provided plus also our back office go through the profile and do an interview to make sure that like these teachers they are really committed and they are able to deliver the quality education but at the same time we have tried to restrict the the number of, 
of subject the teacher can teach. So we kind of like make sure that teachers, they only focus on like the most important subject that they are really good at so that they don't really uh, teach things that they, they don't really know. And on top of that, we also have a very rigorous um, um, uh, feedback uh, process where by student, they really give um, feedback on how teachers, they are delivering their, their content and uh, that feedback also help us to like keep on reevaluating the, the the experience and the quality of the teachers uh in in the platform so so i would say like we have like like invested a lot in that space of making sure that we deliver the quality education experience to students and we we we, we continue like really working hard on that space so that we we we, we continue making sure that the students are getting there a very um quality education through our platform. Okay. Do you also work with the Ministry of Education? So at the moment we we don't really work with the Ministry of Education of any country directly, but at least we kind of like follow things like uh, the stipulated curriculum for different subjects. For example, uh teachers who teach let's say maths in our platform, they will teach uh, students based on the uh, studied curriculums and follow those principles and therefore they won't teach things which is outside the curriculum. And before the, the, the these teachers start offering classes, they will, for example, uh, allow students to do some sort of a pretest to check their understanding in the subject matter. And then teachers, they will also kind of like state all the, 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 the topics and objectives of a class and all this will be agreed between the student and teacher and teachers they will start teaching these topics and after every topic they will provide we, we provide some sort of um, objective test that is uh, generated by the platform and the student will be checked how far they have understood the, the topic and i'll say we, we have put a lot of measures in place that make sure that teachers they really teach what uh, is in the syllabus and also, we check if students they are making progress along the way by uh, giving them our uh, platform uh, uh, like generated tests that check their understanding in a particular topic. So I would say we, we have like like a rigorous check to to make sure that the quality is, is very high. This app of yours, what does it cater for? Is it a primary school, secondary, university? What does it have a special demographic that it caters for? Well, so like our tool is a bit uh, more uh, comprehensive and it's more for a life learning uh, process for our user. So I would say like we put a lot of focus on kids who are learning uh, different academic subjects from primary to uh, high school. And on top of that, we allow uh, students also to learn things beyond like academic subjects such as extracurricular um, skills plus other professional skills like coding and music and swimming. And we, we go beyond just high school to include uh, people like uni students who want to learn uh, soft skills like how to write their cover letter or how to write their uh, statement of purpose or how to prepare for an interview 
or how to even improve their uh, uh, communication skills. And so I would say uh, we, 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 we kind of like cater for like kids from age of four to 18 for academic and extracurricular subjects, plus people beyond 18, mostly uni students who um, are learning things like Excel or Python. And on top of that, because we have a peer-to-peer, the university student, they can just use our app to carry on their discussion, to share material with each other, to uh, do live uh, sessions with each other and and most, more, more of that. Okay, so listening to you, I'm getting this, that this is for mainly for primary and secondary schools and for soft skills in university. They don't offer, that university curriculum is not offered in your platform. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, sure. So like I'll say, um, for universities, it's more of like a group uh, tutoring and peer-to-peer and less of uh, one-to-one tutoring because we often don't expect a lot of one-to-one tutoring for high, uh, for university students. But for uh, high school to primary, they do bo- uh, they do all peer-to-peer uh, group tutoring and one-to-one tutoring. Looking at the numbers, since you started, you said like you started like three, yeah. what, what has been the response, uh, the, the, the response from the market, from teachers, from students, from parents? When you look at your website and uh, people who visit and who use your services, how can you talk about the success and the uptake of your technology? Like how yeah, many students, how many teachers, how many classes? Yeah, so uh, like the market has really responded positively to our solution because at the moment we have more than 35,000 users who have registered to our platform with more than 50% of these being students who are using our platform uh, to learn different um, subjects. And at the same time, we have a, like almost another half of these who are like uh, tutors and teachers who are into the platform delivering all these skills to these students. So I would say um, despite the challenges, like the, I mean, the the technology adoption, uh, internet, and lack of devices, we have seen like um, like a, a very good response from the like uh, general public towards uh, using our mobile app. And we expect um, this number to even grow faster because at the moment we, we have partnered with some companies like Vodacom who provide some sort of uh, cheaper internet bundle for students who are using our, our tool. And we all we, we have also tried to redesign our mobile app to be much easier to use for students and, and teachers. So we'll expect um in a coming month is our, our platform to even grow faster and uh attract more students and tutors into a platform than even the, the last couple of years ago. Wow, that's that's quite interesting. Uh, looking at the numbers uh, in three years, because I'm also looking at the population of Tanzania and just imagining, and the yeah. students. Okay, um, this is not uh, well. You 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 are getting there. You've talked about the challenges. You've talked about internet. You've talked about um, accessibility and how you are talking to the telecom companies to try and reduce the internet costs so that at least you have a special package for students so that they can access your material. Uh, 
other challenges have you have you incurred in terms of um, uh, acceptance of people using it and uh, the services that you provide? Yeah, so I would say for me, like the the, the biggest challenge is really um, the ability to design a product that is easy to use for students and teachers because like oftentimes um like students they are usually young 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 people and if you don't design it uh the, the, the tool and make it as easy as possible it might be harder for them to use it the same applies to teachers oftentimes there are people who are not that much into technology and therefore everything that you do like everything that you design you have to think it from the very first principle and do a lot of iteration talking to student and tutor to try to see if um this particular flow is easy to to use for them so i think that is that that has been one of the area that we have tried to put a lot of time there and we have find it a bit uh challenging but at the same time interesting because you're always like okay this is the flow that myself or part of my team they find it like very easy to use but when you go to a, to a student or a tutor you find it like oh this is super hard or it's very uh, confusing and therefore our task is really going back to the first principle and try to design it in such a way that it's easy for them to really use it and uh, do the action that we want them to do so that is one of the trick one but the other trick question or like trick challenge has been like the whole pricing right because um like we we're coming uh from like a very developing country and the price is a very sensitive issue right and whenever you you set a price everyone will look at you like with like a very strict eyes and therefore that has been one of the trick part how do we provide quality education while at the same time packaging it in the prices that they are affordable to, to students, but at the same time, make tutors happy because like tutors, they're there to deliver quality education, but also they wanna be like happy, like they're making enough money, but at the same time, parents, they want quality education, but sometimes they don't really have um, like a lot of money. So balancing these two sides of the coin, it's a very trick trade-off. And so far we, we've been like trying to manage it well up to, to the moment. But um, other challenges, um, are more of like lack of like um talents uh across the the the, the area where we operate the talent to, to to from building the app to uh distributing distribute distributing the product at the speed that we as a team want has been also one of the challenges that we have been encountering for some time but so far i will say we have like a very small and very uh dedicated team which they're working so hard to deliver the, the 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 product at the same time to keep discovering from the user and iterate the product to give them the best um uh, experience that they will continue using our tool since you started what are some of the notable success of your app what has it done and have you won any awards and what have you learned as somebody who works in that industry and trying to and working to tap and maximize on that industry yeah so for me um the first success is like when we see like students they came to us with uh maybe challenges in understanding maths and then after a couple of months they are 
like smiling again you know like when we see these kids smiling after they have been able to understand something that was hard before that for us is the first success that give us a lot of energy and make us like keep going hard on this idea but again on the other side the other success that really makes me happy personally is when we see our tutors making some income from the platform and even more interesting is when they once they share the story of how they're using this money right you see like some of these tutors they use their extra time to teach uh, through the platform and some of our tutors are university students and they they use this money to pay the tuition fee or to pay for their accommodation or to do like things that they could they couldn't be able to do because of their limited income so those are the two success that really makes me and the team super excited and keep working on on pushing this uh, idea but on the other side we we have been like we have gotten some awards from uh, different organizations such as um uh african union they have given us the award uh, as one of the top 50 edutech solution in africa we've been in final list of commonwealth youth uh, award and we we also won like the best award of the best education uh technology company in tanzania uh this year so yeah we have gotten a couple of awards in in our in our in our shelves at the moment yeah and we are looking forward to get even more in the future wow best yeah. education company in tanzania and yeah. also uh you are among 50 50, 50. edutech winners in africa in, yeah by african union yeah wow that's quite interesting okay so when you look at your app yeah. uh, other people who are also providing the same solutions that you provide how can yeah. you you are your app in terms of education and the services it provides in the in the african continent like how can can i rank yes how do you rank it because you know you also have competitors so when you look yeah. at subscribers and the use of it so how how do you rank yourself as number what in the world number what in africa yeah sure so what i would say is like yeah well there are a couple of competitors there but i would say our approach is is a bit like unique from like the the fact that we are we are trying to make education as cheap as possible but in terms of technology we, we have been like thinking from very first, first principle in how we, we 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 develop our platform and i would say like so far in terms of scalability maybe our app would be number one in in that because we our app is more like content driven so like teachers and students they create the content and they they can and our app can be used anywhere either it's in nigeria or dar es salaam or nairobi without so much of twist in our platform and that is one of our strength like being able to like scalable from day one right which is different from a lot of other apps where like they the, the content is driven by the platform itself and it's so hard to scale for example if you have a platform which offer let's say math material in nigeria then it will be super hard to replicate it in Dar es Salaam because you will have to do that material yourself but for us it's teachers themselves and students who provide all these materials themselves uh, into the platform and that make us uh, one of the like number one like the app that is easy to scale across the continent but on top of that is like we focus on active learning right because like naturally people will 
learn from each other before they they talk to teachers or watch some materials out there and that's why we are encouraging a lot of this peer to peer learning and community driven which is a group to train and i will say again that is one of the uniqueness that other edge tech solutions they don't really have across the continent at the moment wow that's that's quite interesting okay yeah. uh, salvatore uh yeah. talk to other innovators and people who have ideas people like you who have ideas you decided to put your idea into practice talk to people yeah. who are listening to us right now they have ideas of solving problems but they don't know what to do where to start and also they think it is very expensive and is almost impossible what advice would you give them and also as you give them this advice also tell us how much did it cost you to start that initiative when you started yeah sure um usually the start is always hard but i will say just that because there is no other best way to start just start now because i will say there is no time you will be ready to start and just start so for us for example remember we we just started right and i always remember that first day we started we didn't know much of things other than just we knew like hey parents they just want to book tutors through an online platform we didn't know much of like user interface users user experience or like costing or pricing things so we didn't know much to be honest and that first day mentality i like it up to today because most of the time things become clearer over the over time so i would say anyone just have to to start and then along the way things will be become much clearer along the way so you should not worry much about i don't have this money i don't have this technology i don't have this just start where you are and over time things will become clear you will get some experience from the user you will uh get some support from different investors but the first thing is just to start and everything else will become clear over time wow wow thank you very much okay to finish off you said from 4 years to 18 years and university people can use your app nowadays there's a lot of internet uh, abuse uh, online abuse harassment exploitation of children because most of these children who use your app are also minors do yeah. you have any measure of how do you protect these children to make sure that they are safe when they are accessing your platform okay thanks a lot for this question and i i, I think this is one of the hardest question actually which uh we cost we like constantly like um trying to make sure that we improve the security in our app so that students and tutor they can all be protected because for example as well tutors they have to do like uh one to one classes where they can, they have some time to go to students home to help them and also they they need to be protected because the parent can uh book a tutor and you go there and something happens right so like so this these are the question that we constantly think of uh every day to make sure that we we kind of like uh put a uh, mechanism in place that protect both the student and teachers from any sort of um risk that may encounter so for example um we 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 make sure that we do like um very thorough due diligence especially for teachers 
So once they sign up in a platform, they provide a lot of background information, such as the ID, where they live, their birth of um like their their age and things like recommendation from uh, like at least uh three people who knows them. And based on this information, we kind of like try to uh, establish the the history of these teachers. And based on that, we we can be like assured to some degree that these are reliable people and they can be trusted and be uh, sent or interact with the children. And on top of this, we also ask teachers to provide additional information, such as the police report, which show them them that they are free from criminal and they can be uh, they can engage or interact with the students across the country. But also on top of that, we do offer like constant training to teachers about like all these issues around security, how they should keep um, the, 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 the relationship with the students so that they don't harm or put them into any sort of, of risks uh, that may uh, affect the, 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 the students. And for all the online classes that they take place through the platform, we make sure that we record those classes and we kind of like make sure that in case of anything, we can notice them through the, the, the we can easily cross check those uh, information and spot any sort of uh, misconduct that can take place during the online discussions between students and, and, and teachers. And uh, on top of that, we also have some additional security measures for example, when a student is when a tutor is going to a student home, there is always a, a security code that a, a student, uh, a, a tutor will will provide to parents to cross check to to ensure that uh, this is exactly the tutor he booked online, and also a tutor should supply his ID and a tutor will a, a parent will confirm like this is a is the right tutor I booked from from the platform. Yeah, so those are some of the measures that are in place at the moment. But uh, again, as I mentioned before, this is one of the hardest problems. And we, we, we continue on working on this, try to put all the possible measures that will help protect both students and teachers in the platform. And so far, we haven't really received any sort of uh, uh, abuse or risks that any of our student or tutor has suffered. But we continue like putting all these measures in place to uh, ensure that this uh, trajectory continues in the future. Maybe it's time you need to go into your feature and put up an extra feature for protecting of these kids. Maybe uh, when they access them, maybe make their, maybe create just a ticket when a teacher is needed and they can just come and meet the student anonymously so that they don't know maybe how to follow them home or they don't have their contacts, just to make sure that that interaction just ends with just the tutoring. And also maybe put up a form or something online where uh, these kids, they, they should evaluate their, their tutors every time they come in. And after they get the services, they can say whether they feel they, they feel there's any misconduct in there, they could report, but if there's no feature like that, then it, it it would be hard for you to monitor. Okay. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I, I think that would be a good starting point to make sure you protect these minors against any uh, exploitation and abuse. Yeah. 
as we end this interview, what impact would you want your product to have? I know you've invested a lot of money, you've invested a lot of your time, knowledge, technology, and expertise into this project. And looking at the way the trajectory of the project is going and the success you've received and the challenges you've had and what you've learned from it. What does the future hold for Silabu? Where do you see it going next? And uh, what would you want people to remember Silabu and also remember you for your work and contribution into the education sector? Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot for this uh, very heavy question again. Uh, so if you ask me to say how will I see Silabu in the next couple of years, what I see is this one central solution that uh, address all, um, like all major challenges in education from like getting very affordable and quality education to how students they are able to, for example, pay the tuition fee to how, for example, students get to school and um, like how, uh, for example, teachers, they can be able to generate their exams and get their questions and all this. So I see as it as a solution that will become a part and parcel of lives of students and, and teachers. And about the, the impact, I'll take you back to our vision, which is um, to empower every aspiring teacher, uh, student and school across the, the world to realize their full education uh, education potential. So our, our goal or our efforts every day is towards making sure that every student, teacher and school in, in, in the continent is empowered to do whatever they want to do. For example, a teacher want to teach and therefore our goal or our commitment every day is to make sure that we are developing our infrastructure such a way that we, we make it easy for teachers to, to share their knowledge, not just to students within their classroom, but to like millions of students. And they can do this anytime and from their just comfort zone, like without really doing so much of, 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 of struggle. So it's, it's more of like making sure that teachers, they can scale or they can make sure that their knowledge goes across the, the continent in a in, in few uh, seconds. And that means, like, if we have the best teacher in Tanzania, we don't have to let him just teach, like, hundreds of students in Dar es Salaam, but we want this teacher to be able to teach, uh, like, hundreds of thousands of, of students who can, or who are interested with his or her, her, her knowledge. This applies to students. We want to, to make sure that they are they're empowered, they they have all the resources that allow them to be able to get the best education from the best teachers and from the other students across the continent without any any difficulty. And lastly, for schools, if you remember during COVID, a lot of schools they shut down and they couldn't really deliver their 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 their, their education uh, to students. And what I I see at the, uh, now even in the near future is schools won't have resources to build their own technological infrastructure. And what we're doing is like, we, we we are making it easy for these schools to be able to deliver their classes online through Silabu in a few seconds. And therefore, uh, as as in the future, I see Silabu as a one central tool whereby schools, they, they will also be able to deliver their, their classes online through 
our 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 tool. At the moment, we have a couple of schools, but we we have more schools to come on board and be able to uh, establish their digital presence uh, through Silabo. But again, uh, another aspect of the impact, which is a bit more deeper, is uh, from our vision, our mission, which is like we we just want to create a, like curious and engaging minds across the the, the continent. And the, the idea here is we 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 don't want to just teach uh, students, but rather we want to make them curious, like to love learning and be able to wander around the problem that they encounter. For example, we want to to make sure that kids who uh, go through Silabu to always keep wondering like, hey, why there is traffic? Why power went off? And think of solutions. And we don't want them to think of solutions as themselves, but rather we want them to engage their minds with other people. That's why we are pushing the community, the peer-to-peer, the group classes through our platform so that students, they can start learning from very early age this power of collaborating because all the very difficult problems in the world requires the collaborative efforts to solve those problems. So that's why we want to make kids smart, but at the same time, we want them to collaborate with each other so that together they can solve all the pressing problems that first Africa and the world. And that's how I see Silabu in the, in the next few years to be able to build, to create these people who are curious and they can say, hey, I'm curious, this is a problem, but I can call my friend that, hey, let's solve this problem together and um, put Africa and the world ahead. That's what I will, I will see Silabu in the, in the future. Very impressive, Salvatore. Thank you for your very uh, interesting insights, creating equal and affordable quality education to all the curious minds in Tanzania and in Africa. And I believe that you will reach your goal of creating the next billion curious minds in Africa because Africa is the youngest population and it has uh, so many young people so if people use this uh, education system properly, this app, it will change their lives. I like the uniqueness of Silabu app because it's, it creates and shares knowledge. It gives students easy accessibility to access class at affordable prices, get the best teachers. Gone are the days where only the people with more money can get the best teachers because you've created a platform which gives an opportunity for teachers to create extra income and also employ themselves because we've got millions of teachers who are just hanging around, don't know what to do. But this could be a game changer because they can come and register their classes and start teaching people instead of waiting to be employed. It is also a good opportunity for not only for creating networks and bringing children together through peer-to-peer learning and also group learning. Because with what is happening currently in post-COVID, people are used to staying in their own houses and doing their own things. But this will bring together more minds to discuss and share ideas. So this has been a very interesting program. Thank you so much, Salvatore, for your good insights and what... Silabu is doing and we believe that people who have listened to this program they will look for Silabu app and they will register their kids and teachers will register their classes so that we can teach the next curious minds in Africa. Thanks a lot Razia for uh, having this conversation with you and I'm looking forward to talk to you next time. <laughs>
Thank you very much for coming in. This podcast has been produced through the African Women in News Pitch Zone winners and funded by the African Union. And the contents of this program are the sole responsibility of the producer and do not necessarily reflect the views of African Women in Media and the African Union. Until next time, this is your host, Razia Mawanga. Thank you for tuning in. Let's create the next generation of billion minds accessing affordable, equal quality education in Africa. Thank you.